Welcome, my friend. I am so excited to be here. What about you? You bet. It has been a long time coming. Let's share with our audience who we are and what our podcast is all about. Well, let's start with me. I'm Karen Avari. And I am Nula Gage. Together, we are the safety collaborators and co-founders of Safety Collaborations. So my purpose in sharing this podcast and why we wanted to do this is to be able to have a chinwag, a bit of an Australian term, or in other words, a conversation to help people change the way they think about safety. We do this by engaging in dialogue and testing the levels of trust and psychological safety, which are core to organisational culture, and therefore making safety part of your DNA so that your people speak up, show up, do right and become safer every day for yourself, your team and your business. We will explore topics related to organisational and safety culture, leadership, the language of risk, emotional literacy, psychological safety, conversational agility, intercultural intelligence and whatever else pops up during our conversations, sharing our experiences and learnings. We intend to share nuggets of wisdom that will change your perspectives potentially solve a nagging problem, share actions that you can implement and give you at least one aha moment. We may bring in guests from time to time as we like to have conversations with people from the world that we work in and we know that that will be valuable to you as well. Emotional gems. We are humans and emotional beings and at the end of each session our gift to you is an insight into an emotion. We can't avoid them. They are part of our biology. Did you know that we have over 250 different emotions, yet we only really understand or talk about plus minus 12? So by exploring these, you may be surprised at what you learn. I am super excited to learn more about emotions because so often someone will say, I am not emotional, and yet that is a very strong emotion. So listen to the end to get your first emotional literacy gem. For today, let's share how our first three episodes came to life. Well, Karen needed to do her homework, and this was a great energizer for us. That time was around, oh, it was over a year ago now, which is actually when we first recorded the first three episodes. So, but part of my assessment, and the assessment was part of my assessment for intercultural intelligence training. So I had to have a conversation with someone by selecting a few of what we call the 152 culture acquisition questions. It's okay. We are not going to cover off 152 questions, but we are going to talk about a dozen of them. So we decided to do this in a bit of an interview style. Uh, between us and create our first podcast, which has turned into a three-part series as we chatted for well over a couple of hours, as we do. That we definitely do. Karen, help us understand what do you mean by cultural intelligence and how we bridge cultures for safety? You and I both work in and have worked, and I certainly have for at least 20-odd years, um, in multicultural environments. Not only that, I actually was a child of an immigrant family to Australia, and I'm now living in Scotland, having lived in South Africa and a few other places around the world. And, you know, on these journeys, 
you discover that how you think about things is not always the same as how every other nation thinks about things. So in a multicultural environment, there are so many different viewpoints. And in fact, we often talk about what we call the three colors of world views. That's really so interesting. We... Go on. That's right. really interesting. Why do we call it three colors? So, well, if I go to the story of where this journey started. So I did my training with, uh, with Marco Blackenburg from Knowledge Works in, uh, which is in Dubai, in fact. And he has traversed the world and, uh, through all of his research, he came up with this concept of the three colors of worldview. Now, they're actually what we call polarities. And those polarities are innocent guilt is the first one. The second is power fear. And the third is honor shame. Not in that particular order, by the way. They're a mix of, and we are all a mix of all of these. So those polarities will determine, or those views, if you like, determine how we may communicate, how we uh, make decisions, how we plan for a job, how we have difficult conversations, how we share information or not. And the, the reason they're called Three Colours Worldview is because Marco's wife is actually an artist from South Africa. Uh, and she said, well, the three main colours of the world are the RGB or red, green, blue. And there was the Three Colours of Worldview was born because once you mix those colours, you can have millions of different shades. And that's what the human race is. Millions of different shades of those three colours of worldview. So how does this impact us, especially in, well, not just the industry we work in, which is high hazard industry, but how does it impact us in any industry with regards to safety and safety culture? It can even impact us in our own homes. You know, I, if you've grown up in a, in an environment where, you know, your mother, the country you were born in was one sort of nationality in Australia and it was very innocent guilt culture. Uh, my parents were immigrants from uh, Middle Europe, from Austria, in fact, and there was definitely a lot more honor shame in that environment. Now, you may not think Austria is honor shame, but it is, uh, even though it also has a very strong innocent guilt uh, aspect to it. So when you think about any environment that we're in, if you come from a predominantly innocent guilt culture, which Australia, UK, you know, most of the westernized sort of environments are, um, if you think of the judicial system, you know, it's all about what's right, what's wrong, you know. If you come from a more predominantly honor-shame environment, it's more about the community, you know. Do you respect the community in, the family, the honor, the shame of your family, right? So how you do business is impacted by this. Um, and then power fear is, well, do you empower who you're around? Where do you need to be on that status, uh, that status ladder, if you like? So, but we are all a mix of all of this. You know, but we have leanings towards one or the other. And something that's really nice to do, a really cool activity to do actually, is to get people in a group and we do a little bit of a test. We can do an assessment on this, in fact, and mark out which is your primary of the three colors of worldview. And then we ask you to step out of your worldview and step into the other or the least of you in worldview. And then think about... What do you like about it? What makes you fearful? What 
do you think we'll bring to the table? So how do we, and then you can start learning about each other and work better together. It improves the way you have conversations because you now have, people will now have a, um, I don't know, just a deeper understanding of each other. Yeah. And it reminds me so much of, you know, what we often say is that people are not difficult. We're just different. We just see the world differently and do things differently. And I recently had a conversation with someone on the project that I'm working with right now. And they were like, why do these people do things like this? And I said, well, put yourself in their shoes and you'd be expected to do things in the way that they do it. And that would be the norm and the expectation. How would you feel? How would you be experiencing it? And if you wouldn't be comfortable being forced to do something or work in a way that doesn't feel natural, how would you want people to make it easier for you? And it it was quite a lovely, enlightening conversation because you could see the expression of going, oh, never thought of it like that. No, exactly. And, and you know, as we go through our day-to-day lives, we don't think about it like that. It becomes, you know, once you start, like I start to talk about it, and I, you do too through our conversations around all of this, you know, we start to, you start to see it in everywhere. You start to see it in the news. You start to see it in strangers' conversations. You know, you see it on the train trains. It doesn't matter where you are. You start to see these worldviews at play, you know, um, you know, there used to be a lot of, uh, back in the days when I was working more around Asia, you know, there was a lot of conversation around, you know, well, when you have, when you're in business with the Chinese, for example, you must do this or save face. Well, that's all about honor shame, right? That's what that is all about. So it's not about not respecting the different views, but it's about honoring each of them. Yeah. So it's about honoring you know, if you like, how do you make how do you make it successful in an intercultural team? It's about, you know, does whatever you do or the conversation you have or the decisions that you make, does it bring honor to those involved or does it bring shame? Is it the right thing to do? Or does it just involve those certain people and not everybody you know so is it the right thing to do for everyone involved and does it empower or diminish fear in others now those are things we can call them the three colors of worldview but in in my world they're all things that we're all trying to achieve all the time absolutely and it doesn't mean we get it right all the time even those of us who study it and work in it we catch ourselves, I've caught myself this week doing exactly what I try and help other people not do and go, oh my gosh, look at that. I'm also human and I'm not going to be perfect and get it right myself. But how do we recover from that and go back and say, you know what, that was a little bit not okay. So let's try that conversation again. You know what, I think that is a perfect segue to our first emotional gem. Tell me a little bit more. Earlier we mentioned we mentioned earlier that we were going to give emotional gems. And uh, so today, all emotions, we're all emotional beings. And we talk about emotions as if it was something that was not good for us. But interestingly enough, if you break down the word emotions, it's emotion. It's what drives us to do anything. Without it, 
we don't do anything. Not even convenient. We'd probably be a zombie, right? So there's always a story behind the emotion. And it is also what drives our impulse or our disposition to action. And it has a purpose. So today we're going to talk about the emotion of urgency. Maybe intercultural intelligence, there's an urgency about that. I'm not really sure. But anyway, I'm making it up. So if we think about urgency, urgent care, um, urgency is the emotion that moves us into action immediately and it energizes us to act rapidly. It is essential in emergencies or when loss of time could make the situation worse. So if you think about it, when do we get things done? Sometimes when we give ourselves that urgency. Lastminute.com Yeah, absolutely. So the story behind emergency, it must be done immediately. The impulse is to move rapidly. So all of a sudden we get that burst of energy that we need to propel ourselves forward, whether it's mentally or physically or both. So its purpose is there is to help us react in the states of emergency. Now, emergency has a very similar uh, physiological makeup to fear. And we'll not talk about fear at next one, but that's enough for today. I think urgency is a good one and it's an urgency for us to maybe come to (laughs) to the end of this particular podcast. So there you go. Any last words before I think we come to a wrap up on this one? I don't think I have too much more to add, but just saying thanks. That was a, a great share. And the emotion of urgency is something that I find most intriguing because I do find that often I'm most productive when I leave things to the last minute. But we will have yeah. to explore a bit more around what other emotions does that create and how could we maybe make it a bit more of a positive experience. But that mm. was that was really great. And I hope that our audience enjoys it as much as we have enjoyed sharing it. So to everyone who's listening, tune in next week for episode one on intercultural intelligence, where we will be exploring working relationships, dancing at the table, psychological safety, and more. Thank you for joining us today. Always lovely to have a conversation that matters. We'll be delighted if you share this podcast and hit the subscribe button on your preferred podcast platform, such as Apple, Spotify, etc. Feel free to connect with us via our website, www.safetycollaborations.com or email us directly at hello at safetycollaborations.com. We are easy to find on LinkedIn, so just look for Nula Gage and Karen Avari and do follow us on our company page, Safety Collaborations. Until next week, stay safe and stay well. Mm -hmm.